0: 7 and 13, 10, The ticket. KTCK-AM, Dallas-Fort Worth, KTCK-FM, Flower Mound, a Cumulus Media Station.
1: Greg Norman most definitely says dumb things. They need to take him off being the figurehead of that tour. Because when he said... When they asked him, "Do you still feel? Do you still feel any reservations about the guys that are backing this? Uh, you know the atrocities." Right. And he goes, "Yeah, you know, I, I get it, and and I think they realize they we all make mistakes. No, that's we all make but mistakes. What? Yeah, beheading somebody. Right, that's, that's yeah. a little bit more than that. Yeah,
2: honor killings is not a mistake.
1: Check them out because they do." Fantastic work. Ooh, breakfast. Breakfast, look at that. For Thank Ernest you, Ernest Bees. Thank you, sir. Well, you've seen the brisket. He had like 15 briskets out there getting ready to uh, over here at Crest Cars. So you want to get your meat on? Come over here today. <laughs> Use that as a slogan. Louis Tyson made the cut. He got um, removed from his, um, what's the sponsor? It's the uh, God, it's, it's the shipping company that comes to your door. Um UPS. UPS. Yeah, they bagged on him, <laughs> and also uh, Lee Westwood. I know it was something brown <laughs> a shipping company that comes to your door. UPS? I want to say USPS, but I know that wasn't it. Right <laughs> Why is that funny?
3: I am a radio professional. do donuts make you abu-dabu. Good morning, all my favorite P1s. If it's 8 o'clock on Saturday morning, you got the T-Box. And this week, Grandpa's taking the week off. It's offensive, sir. Is it? I'm calling him Grandpa. Uh, in a loving way. Everybody okay. loves their Grandpa. So. True. He is the Patriarch of the T box, right? I mean, he's been on the T box for 29 years, about to be 30. That's Rick Garnett. He's not here. Hugh Craig. He's one of
2: the the few uh, day one ticket guys still remaining after Fernando's retirement.
3: Was Fernando a day oneer? Yeah, I think so. So it's those three guys still in Cactus, I think.
2: Yeah, Cactus was there day one, I believe.
3: And Rick. Mm -hmm. So, so he's taking a week off. Recharging things, because next week's will be a tier verde. We all want to be out there.
2: Played out there yesterday. Yeah. It was uh, in really good shape, yeah. best What was the best hole? For me personally? Yeah, best uh, hole. I birdied? I birdied 17. All right. And the rest of it was a complete and total mess. Have
3: you ever had a hole-in-one and an eight on the same card? No. I've never had a hole-in-one, so. Oh, well. Yeah, that, that would. That would stop. You could have stopped eight. at that point. <laughs> Thank Luke, you, Norm. Lucas Glover did that yesterday. Yes, I saw that. An eight and a one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many times has that ever happened? Probably not a lot. For us amateurs, the eight probably came right after the hole-in-one. Possibly. But his came on nine, and then I think he he aced 17, I think. hmm But, yeah. So, Anyway, that's Eli Jordan. I'm Craig Rosengarten. Happy to be here. Our official twenty fifth anniversary of the magazine magazine is this week. It is, yeah. So congratulate us. And uh, Eli just put the magazine together. It's a, uh, it's it's it was a really fun read. At least for me, since I've been here for twenty five years, my dad'll like it. Good,
4: so yeah. I, I liked y'all. it. It was it was fun. Yeah, to, the rest uh, of you have kind of followed yeah.
3: us for twenty five years. You'll like it too. So, um, we got Michael out here. Hello. Engineering. Kern's taken three weeks off, hasn't he? Well, yeah, like I feel like the last month.
5: Yeah, he's
2: not yeah. really taking off. He just has other obligations with yeah. SMU football.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's SMU not like he's just sitting around. No is couch. SMU he, football playing today? They are. I think, I think they're, they're in New Orleans.
2: They uh, play Tulane in the American that Athletic Conference right. Championship yeah. game, that which right. actually will be on WBAP this afternoon because the stars are on the ticket today. So, Becoming lots of, a, lots of sports today. I'm a big
3: fan of the stars. Yeah. Hockey's good. Yeah. Hockey is fun. I, I even bought tickets this year. I'll Season tickets? T- I've got eight games. Yeah,
2: like a little mini mini plan? Yeah.
3: I got moosey nice. tickets. You ever sat in moosey seats?
2: Uh are those the ones you were sitting in for that playoff game that we yes. all went to that where they got destroyed and we all wanted to leave about halfway through the second period? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, those are good seats. Yeah, yeah. Steph and I—that's our—that's our favorite, I think, sporting event to to attend in person. My wife too is uh, no star, question. Stars games.
3: I I can't I can't find for the world in the world of hockey as I I'm a new fan. Right? I mean, I I went to a lot of games when they were good in the '90s and early 2000s. Sure, um, but I um, I can't get the perfect amount of apparel on. To be comfortable in the games yet.
2: You're either cold or hot. Mostly cold. Yeah, if you sit down there close to the ice, it can get a little chilly. Yeah. In fact, I think last week was the one-year anniversary of when Steph and I we took uh, Kern's boss, Nick Maroc. Yeah. He has the seats that are. He's the bang guy that has the the bang sign and sits right on the glass, like behind the Stars' goal. Um, We had his seats. That were right on the glass last year, I think, last,
3: last week, a year ago. So, yeah, that, that, was a, that was a good time. We got Connor running the board. Morning, Connor.
2: Good morning, Greg.
3: Should have told you Rick wasn't working the day that opened was very Rick. I know. Rick uh, biased. But well, that's that, okay.
2: Well, that's good, though. Because he's in not memory. here. Yeah. We just, we, that way the T-Box loyal P-1s get a little a little bit of Rick today, even though
3: he's <laughs> not here. Yeah, okay, I'll take that. Who's doing tickers this morning?
2: Hello? Announce yourself. No tickers today. No, it's uh, Dylan Reed, I believe. Is, Dylan Reed? Is He's been it, a regular.
0: It is me. It is me. Good morning, T-Box.
2: What up? What up? Good. Are you uh, busy uh, pulling audio?
0: I was uh, just downloading audio from the Mavs game that I went oh, to last buddy. night. Yes. All
3: right, look at you go. What yes. The world's greatest performance yesterday, but. They had, they had a legitimate excuse, right? I watched zero seconds. <laughs> I don't know How much did you watch of Tiger this week?
2: Um, I watched a little bit on Thursday and then a pretty decent amount yesterday. Yeah, I got to see most of his back nine yesterday.
3: You know, we'll talk about this later a uh, little bit, but it's a difference, right? You know, you talk about John Rahm may or may not be leaving. I, I'll, I'll give you a hot sports opinion about that when we talk about it. Oh, um, oh boy. But
2: that's a tease, ladies and
3: gentlemen. you're a broadcasting professional I am damn it. I have how many e breaks three hundred thousand pretty close and you have you have none right zero that's radio professionalism I've been
2: nominated one time in nine years.
3: that's professionalism. you've assisted in a few of mine
2: yes, I've definitely been in the building for several of years.
3: <laughs> it's okay. I promise you, everybody listening. This is going to be a really fun show today. You promise? promise. Gu- I promise. Guarantee? I guarantee it. Boy, Put it in three-inch headlines. I'll give you your hour back or two hours back. We're all for two hours.
2: Yes, two hours. It always has been a two-hour show, Craig. By the way,
3: I I am remiss because I did not mention the greatness of the PGA Tour Superstore, which is our title sponsor.
2: They are, in fact. They have a uh, fun little uh, little thing going on where they're uh, honoring our military uh, folks. So yeah, you can uh, now through December thirty first, you can uh, donate a five dollar sleeve of Strix on golf balls, and PGA Tour Superstore will match your donation for the Veteran Golfers Association. So there's that five dollar sleeve. That's, I'm just reading what they what get. What in
3: the world? Golf balls are five dollars. Strix on soft fields. Really. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a good discount. Yeah. $20 a dozen, that's a good discount. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, indeed. Good for them. All right, so we got a lot going on. Coming up next, I found this article, and I don't think you've seen it, but uh, it was Golf Inc. Five Intriguing Things Spotted in the Bahamas. the event. I'm going to bring them up to you, see what you think. We'll do that next.
2: All right, 8.15 on the ticket. You've got Eli Jordan, Craig Rosengarten. It is the t box on this Saturday morning. A uh, college football championship Saturday, Craig. Got a lot of uh, good football going on today, including the uh, SMU Mustangs taking on Tulane later this afternoon. And that game will be heard over on WBAP as the Stars are on the ticket this afternoon as well. So got that going for us. And uh, Craig wanted to talk a little bit about what we've got going on in the Bahamas. And a little later on, we will talk a little Thanksgiving travel nightmare. And we'll get into some Live Golf quick hits as they've got a lot going on, including what is John Rahm going to do? And uh, this segment is brought to you by Arcus Golf and the new 1876 Country Club up in Salina. A new country club, Craig. We'll need to have to uh, get up there and check that out before our rankings.
3: The rest of them are all full. Might as well, yeah, yeah. You know, if you live somewhere close to Salina, why wouldn't you give that a, uh, a shot? So.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their website, eighteen uh, seventy six country club dot com, for more information. So,
3: my buddy Murdod owns that place. He's he's done others. He he started the bridges, okay, up in uh, Gunter, Gunter, yeah. And he's done a couple others. So yeah, he knows what he's doing. Cool, so good for cool. him. Hey, so um. Interestingly enough, and we'll talk about Rom at, at some point, but does he really move the needle? But I tell you who does, and that's Tiger. And all of a sudden, Tiger has his own little event, and we're all kind of watching. Ratings are going you watch ratings are going to be way better than any other tournament in the last three months because he's back. And uh, Golf.com. Um, I love this guy, Dylan. I'll get his re- last name wrong. Deathier, Deathier. He, I, he always does a, a good article every weekend, and he does five intriguing things that spotted at Tiger's event.
2: Was Grace Karras one of them? I don't know who that is. <laughs> She's like an Instagram influencer. She was posting from the tournament yesterday. Really? hmm
3: No, the first one was, did you, Will, Zell, Will Zaltors is back. means a lot to all of us because he's a local guy, uh-huh. and he was really, really good before he hurt his back. <laughs> and Will, one of Will's, what I'd say, Achilles heels was he'd miss that one putt that if he would have just... I mean, he'd miss a couple during a round. He'd make a couple pressure putts, but then he'd miss a couple of them that you kind of look and say, wow, a guy at his level should be making that putt.
2: He has one of the twitchiest shakiest strokes that I've ever seen for someone with that kind of talent. Did you see his putt on 18 yesterday? No. I mean, it was full it, it and he's he's switched to this Lab Golf broomstick That's what I was going to bring up.
3: It is it's it's massive.
2: It it is the same putter that our friend Conrad Schindler currently has in the bag. Really? Yeah, the broomstick Lab Golf putter. Anyway, but his stroke on 18 yesterday uh it looked like he was wearing one of those uh like anti bark collars that you give to a dog and it looked like somebody zapped him with it like when the putter went back Really I mean it it looked like he had a seizure in the middle of his putting Look
3: stroke. I <laughs> It, maybe he's got the yips. Maybe something's going on. Well, and the that,
2: putt went in. I mean, oh, he, did it really? he made it, but, like, the stroke was just – I mean, it looked It looked like he got electrocuted. What
3: did the, the commentator say about it?
2: I, uh, Conrad and I were watching it together, and he was like, oh, my God. I, like, he looked away as fast as he could just so it didn't seep into his subconscious. Like, it was, that, wow. it was that shaky of a stroke.
3: Well, he is using that lab broomstick putter, which to me is even uncomfortable to look at. It's just – for a guy who's as traditional as I am in terms of, of aqu- golf and golf equipment yeah, and I mean,
2: there's got to be something to it, though, because you've seen some guys that it's kind of invigorated their career, whether it be like Bernard Longer or Adam Scott. I mean, guys that have switched to that broomstick that their putting was an Achilles heel. It seems to help some of them. So, I don't know. Maybe there's something to it.
3: By the way, as a one – that's first one – one double A – or one A. Scotty Scheffler had a new putter. Yes. Something I had never seen before. Something called an Olson.
2: Mm-hmm. Putter? Uh, it's a California based company. Um, similar to like uh what Tyson Lamb does here. Like okay. I think it's just kind of a custom milling putter company that is pretty small. And I meant to check this the other day when I first saw that news. I meant to look and see how many like Instagram followers they had and then check back in today and see how many it's gone up over the last forty eight hours. But I imagine they've probably gotten a decent amount of influence, traction, just from him putting that in the bag. Yeah,
3: Jonathan Wall kind of tweeted it. And everybody everybody who's in the golf equipment follows Jonathan Wall. He's right. one of our pals. He used to, um, he's just that equipment expert. He follows the tour. So, yeah, I, two local guys changing putters. And uh, the only one not was Jordan. But not sure he needs one given how he played the last two days. So, All right, number two. Colin Morikawa changed his coach. Mm-hmm. I read this. So, I'm reading this one not because of his coaching changes, because guys change coaches. Now, he was with the same guy for 18 years. Um, uh, he worked from uh, this guy named Rick Sessinghouse, who he'd had for 18 years. Now he's with Mark Blackburn. And I don't know. He, he's been working with Blackburn for a while, but... I guess he's been working with both of them. Now he just told Sessing out he's out. Um, and he, when he started working, uh, Blackburn he, um, uh, he Blackburn had worked with Justin Rose, um, and uh, um, he won the Zozo once he switched over to him. So I was like, all right, I'm doing this full time. But the thing that was the most intriguing is he's in an interview, is. His biggest issue right now is how he sits. Did you see this in his interview? No. uh -uh. Simply sitting in a chair, I've got bad posture and I do things very improperly. It isn't good for me long term for my body or my spine. So you get into habits. And so he's working really hard on changing the way he's sitting. That's his most important thing right now.
2: You know, you say that, but my uh, office chair here is absolutely awful. And there are days where if I'm sitting for a long period of time, like I'll be sore whenever I leave here.
3: Get a new chair. Well,
2: I, I mean, I just haven't gotten around to it. But okay. it's, yeah, but it's it's rugged. So I can, I can see this, that, you know, maybe sitting in an improper manner might have some impact on your body.
3: So he's making that change in his sitting. I thought that was funny. Number three, Tiger Woods has changed his caddy. At least for this week. Mm-hmm. So Joe Lukavas over at Patrick Cantley. I don't think he's going back to Tiger now. Tiger's not playing enough. Tiger did come out and say he's going to probably play about once a month.
2: He's going to try to play once a month, yeah.
3: And he looked good during the event, right? I mean, uh, I,
2: he's his gait is definitely not as labored as it was no. the last time we saw him. So yeah, I mean, I, you can still see just a little bit of it.
3: But boy, he's thick.
2: But but yeah, like it, it's like look, It looks thick. like he spent the entire like last two years. Trying to recover or just doing nothing but push ups. He's thick, man.
3: He I mean, um so he turned to a familiar face, his name's Rob McNamara, who's been by Woodside every turn in public for years anyway. So he's um I don't know if he's a, he's a business he does he's he runs his business side of his of Tiger. Okay. So um so I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm not sure that Rob McNamara, if he runs all of Tiger's businesses, have time to caddy for him?
2: Probably not full-time, I wouldn't think. But, I don't know, once a month. If he's just playing once a month, maybe it's not too taxing.
3: Yes. Um, he did caddy one time for Justin Thomas in the uh, Ro- Woods, Rose, and Rory when they played in that match at Payne's Valley in 2020. Mm-hmm. So, he's... He knows, he obviously knows golf. Um, but I, I, it, the, still the, the whole rumor was, was Charlie going to caddy for him, his son?
2: Mm, I wouldn't think Tiger and would want to.
3: Tiger said, look, he's got school. Yeah, I do that. He's got, he can't play hooky all the time for me. So, um, so we'll see what happens. I, I, he'll, um, he'll do something, but, uh, um, Thank you. Our karate guy just gave us a package. But, uh. Our
2: karate. That entire sentence just made me insane. <laughs> our karate guy gave us a package.
3: Well, he dropped one <laughs> off. And there's, a, there's a karate studio in our building. It's Craig's arch nemesis. I just feel I could take him. I we Without know. question.
2: You've, you're on record saying that you think you could take him. And, uh. I think he may kick your head right off your body. It's all about technique, Craig.
3: I, let me get – I want to see that – I want to see the effort that he makes on something like that. Okay. <laughs> um,
2: Hey, speaking of caddies, did we uh, did we ever get confirmation on whether Jordan Spieth's caddy actually fulfilled his commitment to drink all those beers? Did you read that story?
3: The Eric decker. Yeah. So – you know, my son played all four years of, college, of high school golf with Jordan. Right, Eric Leindecker did not play golf. He's a good kid, good, fi- good family, mm-hmm. but I think he was on the basketball team.
2: Okay, that's fair. I'm just, I'm just yeah. curious. I wonder if he, if he drank all the beers that he said. What was going. he? So he said that for every birdie that Jordan made on Thursday, he would drink a beer, and for every eagle he made, he would drink three beers. Well, Jordan made two eagles and like four or five birdies. And so it, it worked out to be like 12 beers. He was going to have to drink a 12-pack. And I'm, I'm curious if he actually followed through with that because drinking 12 and then having to get up and caddy the next day probably isn't a great plan. Yeah, I don't know. Well,
3: anyway, Growler took the week off. Mm-hmm. Jordan's not changing caddies. He's just no, yeah, you know, he's he's just kind of side deal. But, you know, you always have to, you have to wonder, Jordan wins this week? What do you do? I
2: mean, you compensate the caddy that carried your bag,
3: but do uh, say maybe. No, I wouldn't think so. It's the last win ty- uh Jordan had
2: mm, good a year and a
3: year and a half ago. Yeah, so
2: it's been a minute, but I, I doubt he would change. No,
3: uh, the PGA is changing its data. I don't think I care about this, but Didn't they're let you it. because it was number four on his list. Okay, but they're trying to. They're just trying to change the way they do the data and all the stuff. Um, I, I, I don't care. Okay. And then the PGA has changed its board. So Tiger's on the board. Mm-hmm. Jordan's on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, they both have said they've been working hard behind the scenes towards a new structure to ensure speech described as a better place than we've ever been. Now, Tiger was a little less enthusiastic. Um, he's expressing his frustration with some of the slowness and the governance change that we want to have happen. I can't believe, and I don't know what you think about this. I can't believe that Monahan's still in place.
2: I'm guessing that he is not long for that world. I'm
3: thinking they're probably trying to f- to wrap up whatever they're doing with Live, and once since they don't want to have a tra- they they don't want to break that up and bring somebody new in for this. Let's finish the negotiations. And then he'll be gone.
2: Probably. That that I, seems reasonable, yeah.
3: I just, it just, I, I just, I don't know. It just makes me crazy that he's still there. Um, well, it's probably not going to be for much longer. So.
2: Take yeah. that for data.
3: You got any thoughts of who the next commissioner would be?
2: Uh, oh boy, that's a good question. I don't know what uh, what are you? Uh, Holly Saunders? How about Holly Saunders?
3: That would change things. Yeah, would it? <laughs> not, not for the better. Um,
2: Paige Spiranak.
3: Yeah, I'm thinking you're not taking this taking this seriously, but it's, oh, you're enough. making me smile. Did
2: you see the video of Paige Spiranak? On the golf simulator from two days ago. No, she's wearing a like this bright pink like leotard, and it looks like it's been spray painted on.
3: And then she and then she does her interviews and says she's it's not about sex.
2: I bet that video's gotten four trillion views over the last 48 hours. <laughs> like I personally watched it 50 times Look, just yesterday. I don't have
3: any problem with it, but call a spade a spade, right? She got the I whole mean, package. She she she's doing what she's doing I'm like she's like, I don't do nudity. Okay, you're not doing nudity, but
2: no, yeah, here you go. I mean that thing is as tight as tight can be. Hey now.
3: You should probably retweet that so people other people can see that. Yes, what is she thinking?
2: I mean, she's just you know, she's working on her swing.
3: Whatever. She Slanky has a nice swing, by pants. the way. Yeah, you ought you ought to repost that. So All right. That's a little bit of fun of what's going on in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. I would love to go to this. I bet they're off having fun. It's probably a little bit of grab-ass while they're... Oh, 100%. I, I would like... Like Tahoe for the uh, the celebrity deal mm-hmm. is really fun. Mm-hmm. I bet this is really fun. And you're in the Bahamas. Yeah. It's hard so, to go wrong. Yeah. I. You know what? Let's have a really good Dallas Expo and... Maybe we'll celebrate by in December. We'll go to the Bahamas and hang out at this thing. Sounds good. Maybe even Jordan will ask us to caddy haircline deck. Probably not. (laughs) All right, coming up next, we got leaderboards at the Bahamas Worst Tiger and a couple local guys doing really well up to this point. Tell you next. But first. What do we got, Eli? uh
2: advancedplaster.com.
3: advancedplaster.com. Boy, you know what? It's a little chilly, but I watched two of my neighbors just hanging out in their hot tubs, and you know why? They Just got their pools renovated. And why wouldn't you? You know, everything can be done on an app now. If you do everything right, all of your equipment can be done in a in a small box now so you can get extra room in your backyard. You know, it it's a when the pandemic hit, your backyard became your second family room and why you got new furniture for your family room, you redid the carpets, you redid everything else. Why wouldn't you do that to your backyard? And the first thing starts with the pool. You got, And we've got a guy, JT, he's been with us for four years now, but he's been doing this for 25 years. We haven't heard one negative comment ever about him. Everything's been absolutely positive. He does a great job renovating pools.
2: And he does it quickly, and if you're going to do it, this is the time of year because you're probably not getting in your pool much because it's chilly so yeah, and let only, him come out, give you a bid, get it taken care of. That way, it's ready to go for uh, spring and summertime.
3: It and only takes a week, so think about it. You're going to be down for just a week. Yep. But you got to call. You got to get on a schedule. He's he because he's so good. He's busy, but he still loves the P1. So go to J. Go to AdvancePlaster.com and say, Hey JT, fix my pool. AdvancePlaster.com. On the ticket. Is it my turn? Oh, my goodness. Hey, guys. Sorry about that. We're talking uh, golf, kind of. Sort of, yeah. Is this uh, is this segment sponsored by anybody? It can be. Yeah, by whom?
2: How about uh, Mercedes-Benz of Plano and Pure Swing Golf?
3: Of course. How about that? On the ticket. All right, so there is a leaderboard. There is. And uh, first, before we tell you who's leading, let's tell you who where Tiger is. Tiger was played better yesterday.
2: On the front nine.
3: Played better overall. He shot one over on the uh, – he shot um, three over on the first day. He shot 200 yesterday. But he looked way better yesterday. Agreed. And uh, it kind of fell apart at the end. Look, he's getting tired. He hasn't played. There is a difference, and I – so I, I'm going to give you well, – well, we'll bring this up during the live because I think it's a, it matters when you're playing – whether you're playing golf or you're playing competition golf, and there's a difference. Thus, Wills Will, Will is being tied for 19th. There's 20 guys in the field. He's five over right now. Shooting 81 first day.
2: Um, a 13-stroke improvement. but Pretty impressive.
3: He's probably been out at Brook Hollow playing some really good golf. And then he comes to a tournament and shoots an eighty one. It's different. He'll get there. He'll take a couple more events. He'll take him some time to, you know, get going. But tournament golf is way golf that means something is way different than golf that doesn't. We'll That's bring that up in next segment on the live, but but uh, so so Will shot sixty eight yesterday. He's moving himself up. He's now he's now just in not in last anymore, he's tied for last. So he'll continue <laughs> to move up. You hope. Guarantee it. Okay. Just like this show. Leading. There is a tie for first with two Dallas guys. Mm-hmm. Scotty Scheffler with his new putter. and Jordan Spieth was his new caddy. Both nine under. Both playing really, really well.
2: And, and Scotty is at, at the top of the leaderboard again. And still doesn't seem to be making a lot of putts. Like he's playing really well, T to green. He's still having trouble getting stuff to go in, and he still shoots sixty nine, sixty six. If he could really get the putter to come around again, he would be indestructible.
3: Yeah, but once an Achilles' heel, always an Achilles' heel. Might he get, may he get high on a couple of tournaments and win by seven or eight? Yes. Does Scottie
2: Scheffler win a major this year? Go. Yes. You think so? Yes. Okay. What about Jordan? Does Jordan win a major this year? I say this year, in 2024.
3: My want to is there. I want him to.
2: Well, you can't cash a try-hard check, unfortunately.
3: I want him to. I, um, I If he's got his best chance will be at the Masters. He plays the Masters really, really well. I. Where's the PGA this year? Somewhere big. Is it at uh, uh, Bethpage? No, that's the uh,
2: that's the next Ryder Cup. It's page, I think.
3: Yes, golf majors two thousand two two four. I should know that, right?
2: Well, it's not twenty twenty four yet, so we haven't uh, turned our attention to the so, next next round of majors. The
3: PGA Championship is at Valhalla. Okay. That, U.S. Uh, Open is at Pinehurst Number Two. Okay. And the British Opens at Royal Trone. So, well, all right. Um, I I don't know. I, I root for Jordan. He's so likable. He's so much fun. I, I just find the flaw in his driver is kind of like Tiger's, but he's not Tiger. He's really good. He's probably just below what Tiger is. And um, I, every, every time I watch him and I root for him, I root for him, I root for Scotty, I root for Will because of the localness, and I watched him grow up. But I, I grimace every time Jordan takes a driver back. Now it's not that bad. No, but I mean it's I, obviously it not,
2: not bad if he's, you know, shoot 68, 67. He's tied for the lead. Yeah,
3: but I it, it just I, mean, I love the guy. But, um, but have you noticed that he started looking at the hole again
2: when he's putting? Yeah,
3: yeah. Whatever works, baby. That's right. Um, get it to go in. So I'm a I've been on a nice DraftKings run. And if you don't play DraftKings, you take six players based on salaries. And I have Scotty Jordan. I have Justin Thomas, who's in fourth. I have uh, Tony Finnell who's tied for fifth. And I have Cameron Young, who's tied for ninth. Um, I didn't take Brian Harmon, who's in third place by himself, who, by the way, was one of the cheapest guys at $6,400. Here's a guy who wins a major. He was 6400 Yeah. Put in perspective. Scotty Scheffler was 10,700. Yeah. I think he was second behind uh, Victor Hovland. Um, so <clears throat> if you want to all I had to do is do make that change I'd be in first place win another 20 grand, Boy, but and I'm Victor, doing well.
2: Victor Hovland has not had a real good week for being that expensive on DraftKings. He is uh, tied for 16th at two over par.
3: Yeah, but he's had a nice run. Oh, there's and no question. I, I This this is almost, like, for some guys, this is important. I mean, it does have world golf rankings. Um, and it uh, does, I think there's FedEx Cup points. Uh, no, there's not. Uh, there's not FedEx Cup points. But there are, it is world golf, world uh, uh, ranking points. So there is some value to it. And some of these guys care about their world rankings right now. And some of the guys are just out here because it's the Bahamas and supporting Tiger. Do
2: you think some, some of the guys are just doing it as a vacation?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And some of the guys are probably waking up and not very sober getting to the first tee or not feeling great after not being sober the night
1: before. Yeah,
2: I, I could see that, where maybe the the cocktails are flowing a little bit in the evening time. And, you know, it's a no-cut event, so, you know, they're down there for the week, probably take the wife, girlfriend, whatever, and – Enjoy their uh, enjoy their stay in the Bahamas. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I and think then, I think for some of the guys, it's probably just a eh, whatever, man. Let's you know what this is? Go down there and swing it a few times. This is comparable
3: to a live golf event.
2: Yeah, I, I can. Yeah. A win's a
3: win, and I'd like to win if I'm there. But <laughs> nothing changes if I don't. You know, you're going to finish in the top 20 no matter what you do. Yeah. <laughs> so that is correct. So yeah. I do like seeing the stars. We haven't seen him in a while. We haven't seen Jordan in a while. We haven't seen Scotty in a while. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Justin in a while. Kyle coward the new I mean we saw him at the Zozo, but
2: you to see Will Z for the first time in seven got months. Got to see Will Z the
3: first time. Max Home always makes me smile for whatever reason. Mainly because I his Twitter feed is just fun. Um, he he was he was commentating on the feud between Phil Mickelson and Alan Chipnook. Did you guys bring that up last week. Yeah, we talked a little yeah. bit about it. Yeah. But the fun part to me was listening to or reading uh, Max Holmes' comments more mm-hmm. so than listening to that fight. So, um, so yeah, it was it, it was made me giggle. And um, I don't know. I, I mean, it's a fun field. It's fun to watch these guys. They still have great swings. They still are you know the best players in the world. Watching Tiger's fun. Um, I want to see. I want to see how he looks Sunday after. You know, they had a Pro-Am on Wednesday. He only played nine holes in the Pro-Am. Um, but still, playing five straight days, I kind of want to see how he looks Sunday afternoon.
2: Yes, I agree. We'll see if, if he's a little bit more labored as the weekend Because I'll
3: give on. you one. Does Tiger Woods finish in
2: the top time? And you're probably familiar. The Spaniard Alvaro Quiros. Another long hitter. Very long hitter. For the for a little while there, he was like one of the longest
3: hitters in the yep. world. Yep. So there's some names. There's one you're missing.
2: Uh Kyle Stanley, another name that you're probably familiar Kyle with. Kyle Stanley,
3: Nike guy, he was he was he had a nice little swim doing well, but signed a big contract with Nike for And
2: him. here's a name that you should probably keep your eyes on because at just twenty six years old, uh Braden Thornberry. Pretty good little player. Yeah, won the individual is. championship in NCAA. I was a little surprised to see his name on this list.
3: Uh, they they like the young guys, and he's got nowhere to play right now. But did you miss a one Jason Duffner?
2: Uh, he was not on this particular list. I believe this is like the round one promotions field, and then they have like an automatic qualifier tournament that they basically start off on third base kind of deal, and I believe right. Jason Duffner was in that field.
3: Yeah, so – Jason's going is already signed up. I wonder how is Jason Duffner not at the same level of a Graham McDowell or a Ian Poulter or a like where was he where he didn't get an opportunity to sign with these guys early? I, I mean, does does he really move the needle for you?
2: Does Graham McDowell? No. Well, does, I mean, that's my
3: point though. I mean, is, I don't I
2: mean do any of those guys really do much? Pat
3: Perez, who never won a major. I mean, those are the guys that it just surprised me. Now now I don't think Jason Duffner's had a top ten in like six years. Mm, so Yeah, it's
2: been a hot minute. The so basically the guys on that list, they're exempt into the second round of yeah, this like, thing.
3: Give us the ones we know in that.
2: Kevin Chappell, Jason Duffner, Chase Kepka. James, James Pyatt.
3: Kef, 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 uh, has to re, and so does Pyatt
2: have to re qualify. Right, and I think those are probably the only ones that you are familiar with. I have never heard of Sihuan Kim. There or was
3: one more they said was an ex Ryder Cup guy. That was Gun
2: Charunkel. No. Yeah, Ben Campbell. Gaganjeet Buller.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for him.
2: Uh,. Yeah, I think those are those are the only ones I recognize on this list.
3: So they're going to let 3 guys in on in that group. Okay. And hopefully th- it's Ganganjeet Buller. Yeah, we'll root for him. Mark him so you can favorite him. Okay. Phil McCracken. Yes. Yes. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. And that is John Rahm. the rumors him moving over. You probably touched on it last week. We did. Um So Tiger and Jordan were asked about it, and they both said, huh, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but never know. Things change overnight. Um, The rumor is he's been offered $600 million. Mm -hmm. That's an absurd amount of money. Yes, it is. I mean, absurd. Multi-generational wealth. And I wondered this. As I watched this event, and everybody stopped stop down because they want to see it because Tigers playing. Does Rahm moving over change your watching habits at all?
2: Probably not. I've watched very, very little live golf.
3: So let me tell you what's wrong with live golf. They think a John Rahm, a Dustin Johnson, a Cam Smith, all think to themselves, "I'm going to take this generational wealth money, go play. Yeah, it's kind of serious, but it's kind of grab ass golf. And then four times a year, I'm going to bow up and play big boy golf and, and win majors. Mm-hmm. So, I'll give you my personal experience. The um, the uh, pandemic hits." And I start playing with this group of guys for big money. A little outside my comfort zone, but I had an advantage, so I geared up. And I played really, really well for a few years and won a lot of money. And those guys started to catch up to me, because that's what handicaps do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like, as just like on the PGA Tour anywhere else, when you're playing for money outside your comfort zone, or, in, or just money, good money, period. Um, we had bickering and you had rules questions and whatever. And of I, course. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm out. It was a good run. Made some money. Guys, guys still consider my friends, but I don't need to do this anymore. And that was what it, at our club was the varsity game. I moved down to the JV for one-tenth of the money less than one-twentieth of the money, had a way more better time. And I go and I show up, and I still hit the ball the same way, and I promise you I don't have the same scores. My handicap has gone up. My swing hasn't changed at all. My handicap has gone up. And I'll tell you this. The few times a year I go back and play with the varsity, I can't compete. Yeah. I just can't. It's I can't just turn it on for a week at a different level that's the problem with going to live and I'm not saying that they want to win every week because they do right I mean you're still when I was playing intramural basketball I still wanted to win every week I was geared up and these guys are competitors are gonna but it's a different level of what you're doing and I and I and I just think that John rom the guys who want to chase history uh, John rom's still young enough that he can chase history right he can win X amount of majors he can do I just, and he's on record
2: saying that, too, that, yes. he, that he wants to be one of those legendary-type players. And I just don't think that you can accomplish that by taking the bag and going to live. I get it. I truly do, because if anybody dangles that amount of money in front of you, there's not a lot I wouldn't do for
3: $600 million. $600 million is absolutely... I mean, there's not a lot I wouldn't do for a tenth of that. I mean... Let, let's go even and look. You know, we like the T box and we make good money off the T box, right? And when you you hear our sponsors, you hear what we do. This keeps the lights on yeah. for us, right? I mean, if yes, somebody a called me
2: tomorrow and said we'll pay you half a million dollars a year, but you got to walk away from it, uh, you'd see a smoke outline of my body leaving the box. I'll building.
3: give you. I'll give you another one. It'd be like when the Road Runner takes if off. If somebody gave us three million a year, we still want you to do the T box, but you can't mention the PGA Tour. It's live golf only. You can mention local stuff. You can mention mm-hmm. the same thing's going to happen to us as live. Our ratings are going to plummet. You think? I don't think they like us that much, man. I'm sorry. They still want to hear about the PGA Tour and what's going on. Yeah. I, I mean, I-, I think that, yeah. Unless the- I unless we purposely start doing e-breaks and funny things and then we're on Friday mornings every week, I, I-, I can't imagine that. Our ratings wouldn't take a hit. The question would be, all right, we're making three million a year, and the and our ratings plummet, and we go talk to the guys at the ticket or at Cumulus, and say, yeah, we still want to stay on. So we're going to go from that money that we pay you now to we're going to pay you a million and a half a year. Can we stay on? You know what they're going to say? Yeah, we'll get you new chairs for Eli in his office too. Probably so. I mean, they'll absolutely do it. Money talks, and $600 million is ridiculous amount
2: of money. Absurd. And, and, and like, for, I, I completely understand why these guys would take that amount of money. And especially if you're a guy like Harold Varner 3rd You're not probably going to win a bunch of majors on tour. You're going to struggle to make cuts half the time, probably. You might fall into a win here or there. But he's he, Harold Varner III is probably not going to win more than – three or four PGA tour events. If that. Yeah. I mean, you know so that's a good living. You know, there's no question. He he's going to make a fine living, but when they call and say, Hey, we'll give you eighty million dollars or whatever they paid him, for him to say no to that would be I insane. He, I don't
3: think he got anywhere close to that, but he did get thirty or forty. What probably. whatever yeah. but I'll give I you mean a, that's still a crap load of money for Harold Varner the third
2: for John Rom like his earning potential he could potentially make 6 or 700 million dollars in his career if he continues on this trajectory but nothing's guaranteed look at how many guys start having back problems or i mean just you know what if it's you know uh, worst case scenario you get into a car accident like tiger did and you have to reconstruct
3: no, your leg there's no question that rom's advisors are telling him to take the
2: money 100% but his wife's probably telling him to take it. His family's probably telling him to take it. I mean, that's so much money. I mean, he's got at
3: least three more years of playing in every – or five more years of playing in every major. Right. And
2: so and – in, in all likelihood, at his talent level, he'll probably win another one within four or five years, and then he'll be exempt
3: for five more years. I, you know what? I'm saying if he moves to live, he won't. I disagree. All right, does a live person win a major um, this year? in coming year.
2: Uh, well, if, if Rom goes to live, I think he's got a very good chance. He or Kapka are the two that I think could still.
3: But Cam Smith, did you see what Cam Smith did in the damn uh, Australian PGA? That's uh, what you're going to start seeing. Yeah. No,
2: I, I think there's definitely something to your theory that – once they start playing these kind of hokier events where they're only playing three rounds and there's no cut and there's music blaring, music right.
3: glaring, using a rangefinder, Yeah, it's just a big grab-ass round of golf. Yeah. that that's, Still can win $5 million if you win it, but – or whatever their purse is. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I, I don't, agree. Anyway. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But um, b- official prediction, does Rom go to the live or no? Yes. No,
3: absolutely not.
2: You don't think so? No.
3: Okay. I still think – here's the thing. If – Excuse me. If the if if the live offers us three million dollars to split between the three of us to be all live all the time, knowing we're going to lose some advertisers, we're going to lose some this, we're going to lose some that, we're going to lose ratings. If it the, the answer really is, if you had a million in the bank already, you may not say yes.
2: I would say yes. Does that make me a bad person? Straight no. I would just one hundred percent take Absolutely the bag. Absolutely
3: not. Not so, all right. If you had, if they were offering us ten million, and you had three million in the bank, I mean, how much more do you need than three million? Ten million more. <laughs> I mean, maybe that makes me greedy, but I mean, look. Like, you know, it does, look, it doesn't. Everybody, there's no right answer on some, when you're talking money. There's no right answer. And and that's there's, why there's also that's, probably no that's wrong why, answer. That's why Elon Musk is continuing to try to make more money. And I'm happy where I am. Yeah, I, it's, it's every it's all different. You all you 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 get to a comfort comfort level, and when you're at that comfort level, it's good. And I I you know it, it's I, I wonder if you had 10 million in the bank, would you really sell your soul if you had 10 million? And that's the thing that. John Rahm John Rahm might have fifty million in the bank. Yeah, six hundred million dollars is a big number, but it doesn't change his life. He's got everything he needs. Yeah, he can pay for anything he wants right now. That's true. Energy, money. So, I, 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 and <laughs> thank so you, Norm. I think his ability to chase history, I, I, he, he doesn't. He doesn't make any. He doesn't make any changes.
2: All right. Time will tell. All right, we got to uh, get to break here. So uh, let's talk a little uh, planes, trains, and automobiles as uh, Craig had some Thanksgiving travel woes. But, uh, yeah, and that segment was uh, brought to you by Crest Cars and the City of Arlington Golf Courses. We will be down at Tierra Verde next Saturday. Good to know. So uh, come see us.
3: Hey, before we get into everything that we need to get into – we need to wish a happy birthday to one of our favorite people. We do? Yes.
2: Okay, who's that?
3: Paul Stankowski. Oh, Stanky's birthday, huh? Been a host of the show numerous times, friend of the magazine. friend, And as our 25th year anniversary, anniversary of the magazine, he did a cover story for us where he posed as... Carl and the uh in Caddyshack. Oh,
2: Carl Spackler, yeah. Yeah.
3: And uh it's actually still one of my favorite covers. And uh, he had a good he was a good sport about it. So happy birthday, Paulie.
2: Yeah, Paul's birthday brought to you by invited clubs and United Ag and Turf. So you got a sponsored birthday today.
3: How about that? How about it? Pretty cool. Hey, before we get into my travel, I have one big question for you as, as you've been traveling for uh for a lot of uh press trips. Yeah. As um as we've our name around the country is getting bigger and bigger and people have want editorial from us. And so you've been traveling around, which is cool. And I got this question But before that December 15th and 16th, we have the avid golfer, big sale It'll be at our office. And here's a couple things that I want to bring up because it's probably been, it. if you come and buy a passbook the FERT on Friday, every first 250 people, first 250 people, Will get a free lob wedge with their passbook. Okay. All right. How's that for a
2: deal? That's huh? a steal.
3: Yeah. How about this one? You also it,
2: get the the golf balls too with the passbook, the so balls, you can walk the out there with a couple dozen golf balls and a wedge.
3: And a wedge for sixty bucks. Yeah. And the golf balls are fifty some dollars by themselves. Yes. So, and the and the wedge, good lord, if you need a lob wedge, do it. But on Saturday, the first two hundred fifty people who buy a, we- a passbook from us. We'll get a round of golf at Texas Rangers Golf Club. You'll save about 80 bucks.
2: That's a hell of a deal. Yes.
3: One of, one of my favorite courses, too. Mine, too. And so you can't go wrong with either of them, but you better be one of the two, first 250 people in here. By the way, I'm selling every shirt, every jacket, every pullover, 10 bucks. Cool. And Art Salinger's group will be across the hall. They'll take trade-ins for all clubs. Empty out your garage. They'll give you credit for the store, and uh, you can come buy stuff, and, and just they'll give you credit for anything. But you can bring anything in, and they'll give you credit for I it. I might,
2: uh, might empty out some stuff out of my garage.
3: Why wouldn't you? Yeah, bring it in. So uh, that'll be December 15th and 16th. It'll be up on our website starting next week. But – Plan accordingly because – Hey, come both
2: only, days. Get a wedge on Friday and then come back and get the discounted have, round at Rangers
3: on Saturday. We only have 250 wedges and we only have 250 rounds of golf at, at uh, Texas Rangers. Uh, so, Rangers. Um, so uh, yeah. By the way, also, Sellinger's bringing in. He's got Texas Ranger titles, Texas Ranger hats. He's selling for 10 bucks. Yeah. So,
2: if you're a, I, I a big will, Rangers fan and need some uh, – I will definitely get one of Rangers gear,
3: yeah. For next year's games, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, that's all that make sure you, uh, you remembered that. Nice housekeeping. Well, done. um, all right. So you've been traveling a lot. Yeah. A decent amount. I think, uh,
2: this year, I think I went on three or four of those media trips. Got some
3: airline miles.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of not, not bad, right? Maybe 70 or 80 million more. And I might be able to like fly to Austin for free.
3: (laughs) It's not that bad. Um, so I, I, I have traveled a lot in my day, and, and I, you know, travel. But here's a thing I ask. And by the way, I traveled for Thanksgiving this year. I went and saw my dad, went and saw my son. Um, we are so fortunate because because um, DFW Airport is so easy to travel out of. Yeah, it's not you bad. Don't wait, you don't wait in lines long, whatever. Now, coming home, uh, we got back Sunday night probably not my smartest move but we we were all deadline i needed to be back in the office uh sunday night the entire terminal i was at was gridlocked
2: i heard that uh this travel weekend was pretty nightmare it took
3: 40 minutes to get out of once i got in the uber to get out of the <sighs> uh, but but you know, you're right
2: I, by, by and large dfw is pretty user friendly given some of the other airports i've mm. been in like atlanta's airport sucks
3: Charlotte's Airport sucks. I'll give you a tip for, for Atlanta Airport. Atlanta Airport, if you fly American, it's really easy because they're all the way on the end. They kind of have their own little tiny terminal mm-hmm. area.
2: It's really easy. Because it's predominantly a Delta hub, right? Yes. Yeah.
3: But if you go American, it's really, really easy. And I, look, everybody can complain about anything. I'm a big fan of American. I've been traveling with them since my, my whole adult life. And
2: How often do you fly first class?
3: Boy, I used to have an insider at American, right? And they upgraded me to like super duper advanced executive double platinum mm-hmm. super secret, and I got upgraded every time I flew. Ooh, nice! But the, the first time ever in my
2: life, when I was flying back from um, Alabama, we flew out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I somehow ended up with a first class seat.
3: No way! No clue how. On what airline?
2: American. Nice. Mike Singletary was in the uh, row right in front of me.
3: How about that? Yeah. Did you give him a hug.
2: I did not. I I was like 90% sure it was him, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to be a you know that guy that's you know bothering the celebrity on the plane. But I was pretty positive it was him, and he was I think two rows in front of me. So he got off the plane like first, and I was like, ah, well, I guess I'll guess I'll never know for sure if it was him. And since I was in first class, I had a few adult beverages on, on the flight home, Attaboy. and so when I got off the plane and then walked up the jetway, he was standing there waiting on somebody, I guess, and I just kind of happened to walk right past, him. I was like, you like Singletary, and he was like, good to see you, and I was like, all right, just making sure I wasn't crazy, and I was like, I didn't want to get a picture with yeah. him or be that guy, but I was just like, I just was, I was pretty sure it was, but.
3: Did you tell him you love Baker Brothers?
2: I did not mention that, no, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, friendly enough.
3: I uh, the last time I flew of note of um, every so often I'll get upgraded because I still have platinum status with yeah. American so you get you get upgraded. Um, I almost kind of wish I hadn't because now I feel incredibly spoiled. Now one out of four times I'll get upgraded. Yeah, um, which is nice, um, and it's usually at a time when I'm not flying business time. Like you flying if you're flying Monday morning to Atlanta, you ain't getting on. Right, but if you're flying. Thursday afternoon at seven p.m. Yeah, good chance. But I, the last time I I was by myself on first class, not without, without my wife, I'm flying back from I, it was either I think it was visiting my dad, and we were wearing masks on the airplane at the time, and I was sitting next to Will Zalatoris. I <laughs> didn't know it was him because mask. Because a mask, and 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 at, as we're getting off the airplane, he pulls his mask down and says, "Hi, Craig." Because I watched him grow up. I or he said, hi, Mr. Rosengarten. I said, hey, was that you next to me? He goes, yeah. Said, Holy smokes. So, um, and then he blocked your number. Then he blocked me, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh well. Um, <laughs> I think but, he just changed phone numbers probably. Could be. Could be. Um, but I have a question about one thing about airlines. Have you ever noticed now, and, it, and this is very true, and, and Michael, if you want to chime in here, you can too. We tip for everything, and whenever you pay, no matter where you go. Do you want a tip? Do you want a tip? Do you want a tip?
2: Yeah, we've gotten a little tip crazy. Just
3: a tip, I, like absolutely tip crazy, right? We tip for oh yeah. everything, right? I mean, there's nothing. That-
2: it's either it's either the tip or it's the uh, now you'll go to a retail store and they ask you if you want to round up to like the nearest dollar for some charity. I don't care about that. I, I don't really either. But but it's, they're, but they're the, beating but, you up for something no matter tip, where you but go the now. tipping
3: is, it's amazing well they'll say, hey, they'll ask you. And, and I love it. Hey, they're going to ask you one more question. And they turn the little screen over and it'll say, would you like to. T-? Look, I bought muffins this morning for, for us. Um, and it was at a takeout place. And it was, do you want a tip? And it's everywhere we tip now. Everywhere everybody asks for tip except flight attendants. And I will tell you, do I want to tip a flight attendant for serving me a drink in first class? No. But for handling an unruly passenger that makes my flight easier, or taking care of making sure I get seated in the right spot, I'm tipping all these people. And flight attendants sometimes can do such a good job to make your life miserable or really good. That is a a service industry. Yeah.
5: That's
2: a very good point. I've never... uh, When I was flying home... and sitting first class, I thought to myself, I wonder, because I, again, had several beverages, so she was coming by pretty frequently. And I thought to myself, I wonder if they're allowed to accept not. gratuity. Mm-mm. They can't? Like, they're you not. couldn't you couldn't grease her at 20 on the way off the plane to go nope. thanks for the effort? Nope. She couldn't take it? Nope. Huh. That's wild to me. And
3: I find, I'm sorry, of all the people I'm tipping right now, and I've, I, look, I'm visiting my dad a lot, visiting my son a lot, my fo- wife and I go on vacation. I'm flying a lot. And I watch what they do. And I was like, man, all this other money I'm tipping to these other Yahoos for whatever it is.
2: It's definitely more difficult a job than throwing some pastries in a box and handing them to you.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just wonder, when's that going to change? Well, and I- all of a sudden, flight attendants just were going to threaten to go on strike to get more money and stuff. You want to get more money? Accept tips.
5: I think, too, it's almost like a. In- injustice to the employees themselves so like the tipping culture you know you have like retail stores like let's say home depot you get yourself uh, a large pallet of concrete or what have you and then suddenly you're having one of the employees help you haul 80 bags of 80 sure. pound concrete into there they're not allowed to accept tips at like uh these major retail Areas they're, now, not, they're not at a Home Depot? Yeah, because you have to report that or you can get in trouble for that. Like Home Depot or Lowe's, right. you know, something like that. Um, when it comes to simple service, like you're saying, like here for, you know, what you got this morning or uh, liquor stores, beer stores, whatever. Yeah, they, they flip it around or yeah. famous coffee chains. The injustice is, is that instead of paying the employee more, they're... Making you pay the employee Well,
2: more. And, and that's, you know, a lot of service industry types. If you're talking about uh, servers and restaurants, they make like 2 an hour. 2 13 an hour. And so that's how they supplement their income is through their tips. That's how they make their money. But I'm guessing the baristas or the people that boxed up your pastries this morning, they're probably making minimum wage or maybe a hair over that. So why do we need to tip them on top of that? For doing something as simple as, hey, here's a box full of muffins. Or like you go to the Stars game, for example, and they have these kiosks now that you go in and you pick up your own beer out of the cooler, and then you go up there and you ring it up yourself. Well, by law, as far as TABC goes, somebody has to open those beers before you can walk away with it. Is that
3: true? Correct. Okay.
2: So that's why when you go to a beer stand at the game, they always open them before they hand them to you because they can't give you a a closed beer. Um, But... They have people that stand there, and that's literally their whole whole job. But they're, they're not they're not doing anything but, but unscrewing gra- the that's beer. That's
3: great. will still say, "Do you want a tip?" Correct, and yes. they flip the
2: screen around, ten, and fifteen, twenty. Right, and, and they act right, and like all you did was unscrew the cap on two beers, which is something I could very easily do if you'd allow me to do it. <laughs> and they're and they're asking for a tip, and they probably are making ten bucks an hour, probably, which is not by any means.
5: If crate. that, it could be even minimum wage. Yeah,
2: right. But I mean, you know, I just it's it's bizarre that we we find some situations where yes, we should tip them, and then some where you're just it, it makes no like that makes no sense to have to tip those people that are just simply opening a bottle for you.
5: Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Instead of them making minimum wage like 7.25, you know, which is not going to supplement anything except for the gas just to get to mm-hmm. to and from, because. Minimum wage hasn't been raised in what fifteen years? Now. Something like that. It's like eight it's, and a quarter or something. They're asking you now in non-tipping culture. Well, why don't you supplement the income? Why don't you just give them the ten percent or fifteen percent?
3: I don't have a I don't have a problem for tipping on the right things. Agreed. Exactly. I never did. Yeah, I, know, am, as, I am a I'm no a very culture. generous tipper. Yes, I don't have a problem. I just find like there's a little bit of an injustice here that we're tipping all these people, and there's certain people like flight attendants that we don't tip.
5: Right, because that was never part of the, the culture. And it just, it just seems
3: like it. Well, getting muffins, there was never a culture of, of, of counter service of getting that. Yeah,
5: that's force-feeding you. Like yes, That's force-feeding you. I, I so
3: now if I'm going to do that, why can't – and here's the thing about flight attendants. There's 240 seats on a 737. If everybody gives a dollar, just a dollar – Good flight. Not bad for those three got yeah, three people, three flight attendants, yeah. right? Or what about pre tipping? Yeah. If
5: if it was on your ticket and so like the the flight attendant and they do this like in comedy clubs sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, the pre tip $5, you know, whatever. Sure. And so if you got on a flight and they were like a $2 tip for the flight attendants and they they split that between 240 seats, I'd do that.
2: Rage yeah. against the machine flight attendants, you need to be tippable. Let's do that. Anyway, All that's
3: right. my thought. Cool. So, um that Segment's brought to you by whom?
2: Uh, How about Ewing Buick GMC and Star Power?
3: Okay. Cool. What do we got next?
2: Uh, other stuff. Really? That's what it says on my run sheet.
3: Okay. You know what we're going to talk about? So we did this two weeks ago. It is our official 25th anniversary of the magazine. We'll go through Eli's job.
2: Oh boy, what a fun segment for
3: the! I listener. think it's gonna be really fun. Okay. Because you, I read what you, your highlights of your job. Maybe we'll do a little low lights too, okay. and we'll do that next. But first, we have to, have to, have to talk about Pure Swing. Golf. We do. Because if you're looking for a gift for somebody right now, and their game's a little off, or you, they just want to get better, or you just want them to get better, there's not a better gift than going to Pure Swing, getting yourself a gift card giving it to the person you love
2: 100 percent. if you've got a junior player that's just kind of starting out and wants to get better yeah gift card for christmas it's uh it's a fun way to get better at golf and uh enjoy your time over there at anthony broussard's place and by
3: the way pure swing is an awesome place their um their simulators are big they're very very big they're spacious you feel comfortable it's always 70 degrees in there so you're never cold or warm and uh you hit it and and they all their instructors know exactly what they're looking at. And as soon as you start hitting the ball and as soon as you see, see the stats, they'll immediately tell you, "This is. let's fix this, 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 and this, or maybe not that many things. Maybe it's one thing because that's how good they are. They're going to take what you are and what you have, and they're going to build off of that and make you better.
2: I need lessons badly. My game yesterday was Repugnant.
3: You did birdie seventeen. True. Build on that. That's what Anthony would tell you. Okay. Let's well, build on I, that. I need some positive he reinforcement. Would say, he would say, "Come see me, because we'll fix the other stuff." But we know that you have it in you because you birdied seventeen.
2: That's true. And he'd probably just say, "Stop sucking." No, stop sucking at golf, Eli.
3: He would. He would definitely fix you pretty quick. He All did right. me, and I'll tell you, he fixed my golf swing. And he, 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 there was always a weight shift issue with me fix it really easy, but what he really did for me was fix my putting. And even the other day, the last time I played with my friends, the croupier, who's like the leader of our group, said, you know, your putting is dramatically different. I would even call it a strength now. And, boy, a year and a half ago, would anybody have said that before I started seeing it.
2: Absolutely not.
3: Yes. So go to pureswinggolf.com, pureswinggolf.com. And uh, check in with Anthony. Either get something for you, get something for a loved one, get something for somebody you don't like. Get somebody who, if you're taking a lot of somebody's money this year, go buy him a gift card there and say, all right, get better, pal. See you next year. Pureswinggolf.com. I think it's you, Holmes. I'm just a
2: little
3: little uh, Zeppelin
2: jamming out.
3: I love Led Zeppelin.
2: All right, nine forty on the ticket. We got the T box for about another, uh, I don't know, half hour or so. Uh, we will mix with the college football tailgate boys here in, I don't know, about 20 big minutes. week for them. Yeah, about twenty minutes or so. You'll have uh, who like,
3: won last night?
2: Uh, Washington. Did they? So they they're did. in. They did.
3: They are in, baby. Yeah,
2: we've got the Big Twelve Championship today. You've got uh your Georgia Bulldogs in action against Alabama. Got my gear on. You do have your gear on.
3: I will get a Jersey Mike's right before the game.
2: Jersey I have Mikes, huh? every
3: game this season.
2: Okay. And do you uh, do you put your potato chips on the, the sandwich?
3: Absolutely not.
2: Okay. Just curious. Yeah. But that's they, a big player for some people. They
3: have a new flavor at Jersey Mike's. Do they? They have a spicy dill pickle. Potato chip. Awesome.
2: Spicy dill pickle, huh? Awesome. All right. Count me in. I'm awesome. A, I'm a pickle P1.
3: They should sponsor this show as much as I – as long as during the – at least during the Georgia Bulldog season, right? I mean, good. I, I buy a damn Jersey Mike's before every game because they haven't lost in two years since I've been doing that. And I feel like the – like even last weekend against Georgia Tech, I'm at my son's house in New Jersey – we're going around the world trying to find a Jersey Nikes before the game because, by golly, if, if I don't buy one, they may lose. Go, dogs.
2: Yeah, I don't think you consuming a sub sandwich before every game has any impact on the. But you know outcome. how
3: superstitious people are. I ain't changing it. Yeah. And I've worn this same sweat pullover, this Georgia pullover, every game. For two years now.
2: Wear the same undies? Yeah. No. Like some Georgia Bulldog undies that you have no, to wear every Saturday? But I've been wearing
3: the same Georgia Bulldog shoes. They need a good washing, though. And I don't know how to wash yeah,
2: them. Yeah, mine are disgusting, too. So,
3: But, yes, so we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, College wor- Football Tailgate Boys coming up here in just a few minutes. And uh, don't forget, uh, SMU uh, switches over to WBAP today at 1 o'clock. And then the Stars play this afternoon at as well. you got Owen and Bruce on the pregame at 1230. And Josh and Razor with the call at 1 o'clock. So. Couple of programming notes for K Ticket listeners.
3: Okay, so let's talk a little Eli Jordan
2: here. Oh man, let's so, that sound you he heard was everyone changing the channel. That's
3: not true. You're 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 loved in everybody's heart. Right? No, why thank you, Craig. So you have been on the ticket in some capacity for nine years now?
2: Yeah, be October will be ten years since I made my triumphant return to the on-air side of things. At and so
3: you've been so – we've, so we've known your voice for 10 years, and how long was it that you came to me and said, hey, wouldn't mind supplementing my income a little bit, got anything at the magazine for me?
2: Actually, that was – I heard you mention it on the T box one morning. You were talking to Rick about how y'all were looking for some help kind of around the office, and I, all right, you know what? I could use a little extra cash. Let's uh, let's reach out. So I believe I sent you an email maybe the following Monday,
3: and I said, "Come on in." Yeah, and we talked, and I said, "Well, we need." And that was at the time where we still owned Ideal Golfer, mm-hmm. and we were in sixty-six markets across the country. Mm-hmm. And I needed somebody who could handle customer service.
2: And we also had a partnership with Deal Caddy at the time, right. so we were doing some business with them as well. Yep. And so we, uh, the call volume was a lot greater than it is today,
3: and it was a crappy job that you did really well. Thank you for knowing that. And thankfully, we don't do that anymore. We sold Ideal Golfer a couple of years ago, and somewhere in the middle, Travis, who was the editor at the time, said, "Hey, Eli, want a couple, give it a shot, write some stories." Yeah, and uh, I think he started with. Our dining. The first article I
2: ever wrote for Avid Golfer was a restaurant feature on Taco Heads, which is a taco place over in Fort Worth.
3: Still around? Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, it's right across from uh, Dickie's Arena.
3: Yep. And.
2: uh, Tacos. uh, (laughs) Yes, Norm, tacos. (laughs)
3: And uh, you liked it because I remember I asked you, I said, hey, how'd that go? He goes, that was fun. I liked it. Yeah. And uh, I said, good. You want to do a little bit more? And you said, yeah. So we had you do a couple course reviews. Now the problem was, you were customer, you were the entire customer service department. <laughs> yes. So I couldn't, I couldn't let you leave the office, or then I would have to take the phone calls, and I wasn't doing that.
2: Yeah, or Laura would
3: have to deal with it, which yeah. So, so we were a little bit hamstrung of what we could let you do or not do. But then we bought the Texas Junior Golf Tour. Mm-hmm. And we moved Travis out to run that. And we needed somebody to run the magazine. And I said, and I'll never forget because I brought it up to my kind of inner fraternity, Laura, who runs all the the business aspects of the magazine or the company anyway. And Rick. And I said, what do you think about Eli running the magazine? Does he got experience? Not really. Can he do it? think with some coaching, he's – I think he wants something more. And you had actually come to me and said, hey, I'm ready to do something more. Yeah. And so I said, all right, I'll give him a shot. And I don't think we had – we've had very many crosswords. That's been, what, five years now?
2: Probably something like that, yeah. I don't
3: think we've had very many crosswords since you've been doing it. No. We, have, we haven't job.
2: butted heads on many things, really. Yeah. It's been, it's this been good. guy sucks. Yes, Craig. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. The first issue came out.
3: Well, I always said, I'm not going to say anything before the issue goes out. I said, anything you do, don't embarrass me, and I will fix it after it's out. We can go through it when it's out. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I always like to work, and it's done wonders for us up to that point. And we've had... So give us the... Biggest highlight and low light. I think you did the biggest highlight in the magazine.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, as far as like stories go, I mean, there's a handful that stick out um, that I've enjoyed doing. Obviously, whenever Jack Nicholas was in town for the 100th anniversary of Dallas Athletic Club, uh, I was fortunate enough to go up there for the the media event they had, and and I I, I use the term interview loosely here because it was more of a about ninety second walking QA with uh with Mr. Nicholas. So but technically I have interviewed Jack Nicholas, even though it was for about a minute and a half. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Just I mean, just being at an event where Mr. Nicholas was there was cool enough, but actually right. getting to chat with him for a few seconds was really, really neat. Um I mean, more than anything I think just the the relationships that I've made with people over the last several years, whether it be you know, guys at the North Texas PGA or at the PGA of America or at the Ben Hogan Foundation, which we mentioned earlier, and the first tee of Fort Worth, first tee of Dallas, all the head pros, all the agronomists, and um, all of our freelance writers, and just, you know, getting to come to the office and, and, you know, just there's worse ways to make a living than just getting to BS about golf 24-7.
3: That's right. And now we, we moved you to the tee box. Now you now it's your job to BS about, the, about golf. Yeah, right? for mean, sure. So – That's fun stuff.
2: But probably the the one low light that sticks out in my mind was an interview that we did with, at the time, Texas Rangers starting pitcher Corey Kluber. And this is not to say that he was a bad guy or, like, he was actually – he was very friendly. Yeah, you actually liked doing the interview. Yeah, like I spoke with him for about half an hour. He was a nice guy, and the interview went great, and he was very forthcoming with his answers. And, you know, and the funny part about it was is we – We did the interview, we had the photos, and we did everything. We published the article, and this was about two weeks before the season started, whenever we published the article. It was like in our April issue, but the April issue came out beginning of the month, and then the season started a week later, whatever it was. And Corey Kluber, who was penciled in as the uh, ace of the Rangers staff, started the first game. He threw one inning. Tore a muscle in his shoulder and then never pitched for the Rangers again after that. And then the following season pitched for the Yankees and then came back and no hit the Rangers. So, the is that the, so is that but the, we we published an article about Corey Kluber and he pitched one inning for the Rangers.
3: Would that be the avid golfer cover jinx? Because I'll give you another one.
2: See, I don't think I don't think there's a jinx though because if you'll remember when we had Will Zalatoris on the cover he finished second at the Masters like 2 weeks later so maybe
3: we should stick to golfers we
2: put Scotty on the cover like in September of 21 and he went absolutely bananas like 3 months later like i mean just went rocketed straight to number 1 in the world
3: so maybe it's just we stick with golfers cuz that's good for them because want to bring up our September cover this month this year who was our September cover this year a one coach at TCU oh yeah sunny Dykes and yeah the magazine came out that week and that Saturday they lost and their first game to Colorado founded by
2: Colorado yeah who it turns out was uh, were actually pretty fraudulent yes so oh, I but I, I don't think that that really has anything to do with our AG cover No, no.
3: but but it is a uh, it's Kind of been a fun run well hopefully hopefully we're around for a lot longer happy yeah 25th no it's been us. great i've
2: i've enjoyed enjoyed editing the magazine I mean I'm not an editor by trade um but we've had more successes than we have had failures so yes. uh I can at least at least carry that with me that you know we've 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 succeeded more than we have failed so yes
3: so uh happy twenty fifth us hopefully I ain't gonna be around for another twenty five but uh but another five to ten years yeah who knows. Then I'm handing it to you and Laura and say, "What? Walk me out to the sunset and uh, hang out." But we do have new things coming. Yes. We're never <laughs> what
2: the the, uh, the the hammer being pulled back on the on the gun. But I
3: also thought you were going to say, "Walk me out yeah. to the pasture."
2: Yeah. I'm just...
3: <laughs> no, the sunset. I'm gonna, I'm going to enjoy my retirement years in about ten years, and Laura and Eli can handle things, but. I will say, as an entrepreneur, you never stop, right? So, we got our sale coming up in a couple weeks. We've got the Dallas Golf Expo, which we all are invested in. Yes. And, uh, by the way, if you are a college fan, we also invested heavily in a NIL collective charity company that will raise money for your college through golf tournaments. So, we've already signed a couple. We've already signed Oklahoma State. Florida State and a couple others. And if you have a college or you have know something about NIL, collect, NIL collectives, you want your football team to get better, give us a call. We'll fix that up for you. So we're not stopping. Anyway. Cool. Go dogs. Sick them. What's next?
2: Oh, I suppose we'll talk to the college football tailgate boys.
3: 9.59 on the ticket. We're going to get out right at the time. Thanks for all you guys listening are reading us for 25 years and listening to us on the air for the last 25 years. We appreciate every one of you. Thank you. Thanks, Dad, for hanging in there for the last 25 years and listening to us from Baltimore. Our ratings are really high in Baltimore men over 80.
2: (laughs) Number one in the market.
3: Number one in the market. um, Next week we'll be at Tierra Verde. We will. And don't forget about our sale December 15th and 16th bypass book get a free free lob wedge on Friday get a pass bypass book get a free um round of golf at uh, not a full free round of golf at Rangers you have to pay a cart fee but um but still going to save you 80 bucks mm-hmm. so uh pretty good stuff and you can come in and trade all your all your old stuff in your garage with uh Salinger Power Golf and get all sorts of cool credit in their shop, so uh, yeah, that's yeah. December fifteenth, sixteenth, and uh, sign up for our emails on our website myavagolfer dot com, and uh, we'll send you more in details about all that stuff later on. And yeah, it's time to talk
2: football. Yeah, thanks to uh, Connor as well and Dylan doing those ticket tickers, and Michael out here. Uh, I said everybody. Yeah, I kind of. And um, yes, yes, and also PJ Tour Superstores, mm-hmm. our title sponsor, yep. Golf's Holiday Happy Place.
3: So, Let's yeah. talk football.
2: Let's do it. Let's All bring on the college football tailgate boys. Do we have the trifecta today, or what's, uh, what's shaking?
0: We got the full three of us. That's right, oh, brother.
2: Oh, buddy. That's Deddy, Lando, and...
0: Zach Gilbert. Zach Gilbert. Zach Gilbert. Yeah. Gilbert.
2: Yes. <laughs> <Zach> Gilbert <laughs> according to Rick. <laughs> How What's we doing, up? boys?
4: Well, we're trying Didn't- to navigate this DirecTV blackout. We are-
2: Unbelievable. We were just talking about that before we came back on air. I asked Craig what provider he has. I get home last night and realize that I no longer have ABC. And yeah. So that means What's that- the reason? I don't money, know the normal Greg.
0: corporate garbage that happens when these big corporations decide that, oh, you're not paying me as much money as I want you to pay me, so I'm going to hurt our customers instead of you.
3: I didn't think local TVs got paid for on cable stuff.
0: Yes, they their parent companies, in this case, a lot of the ABC affiliates, because Dallas isn't the only area. I'm pretty sure Houston's involved in this, too, and I'm sure others are as well. Their parent companies have contracts with these providers. Think about this. We are a sports radio station
4: about to do a show dedicated to college football, and we can't watch any college football
2: yeah I, I was gonna say so there are what three of the championship games today are on abc you've got correct. florida state louisville tulane smu and oklahoma state texas and we're gonna be able to watch none of them i, I mean i guess i can if you just,
0: have direct tv that's correct
2: i have Uverse, which is under the direct tv umbrella so i don't get it either but i i'm assuming you can still use like just the good old-fashioned rabbit ears right
0: Yes, if you happen to have them and you can you can get you have a digital antenna, you can connect to your TV, I would think that you would you, be able to still get that.
3: Or you could But to, what a beating. Yes. go to Boy, so I'm, I'm
2: going to call Uverse today and chew someone's ass.
3: So here's so here's You'll a, probably be on hold. Uh, here's a tip.
4: Okay. Tip. Whoa.
2: Just a tip.
3: Just a tip. YouTube TV, you can sign up for and you can get anything on YouTube TV. Yeah. And they'll give you your first month free. Okay. Gotta give them their credit card number and stuff. Give you your first month free. See, you know I would forget to
2: cancel and then I would
3: yes, be, I would be out another but, hundred bucks. But, so you know
4: tomorrow. What? but there's more there's more of a principle to it than that. Like I'm yeah. already paying for one thing. Why do I have to go get something else?
3: I'm telling you, don't pay. They'll give you your first month free. Yeah, I mean, Do look. you want to watch college football or <laughs> not? Yes, I do. Get your. Stop. Forget <laughs> about the principles and stuff. Do you want to watch college football or not? Here's a football. way to do it sign up for YouTube TV. Hell, I'll even give you my username and password. Oh, oh sweet. What, what a
2: guy. What a, just broadcast it. Just tell it to everybody right now. Like, if you can't watch the game today, here's my it's username true. and password.
3: BobSakamato at gmail.com. <laughs> i Sacramento. Password Bob is Seinfeld 97. Yeah, Kramer's buddy
0: from Seinfeld? <laughs> That's right. Sacramento. I like that reference. Well done. You know, that was pretty uh, that was pretty profound uh, quote you had there, Craig. Which Do was? you want to watch college football or not? Forget about your principles.
1: <laughs>
3: That's exactly right. Yeah. You it's can apply that to the whole sport. Weekend. That's you know, good li- good
1: life advice. I
0: will give direct TV credit for their negotiating tactic, however and which that I w- just
2: shut shut it off no
0: which was when they shut it off they shut it off thursday night right in the middle of the golden bachelor finale
4: which Ooh. really made daddy mad
0: no it didn't make me mad but i really kind of tipped I, my cap and i went yeah that's uh
3: i bet there was somebody in the in the household that wasn't happy about it
0: oh there were I, th- I mean bob talked about it yesterday there were uh there were some members of female persuasions i'm sure all across the state and and country that were very displeased when suddenly it shut off right in the middle of the show
2: yeah that is uh pretty ruthless pretty ruthless
0: man. so now we get you know if it's you,
4: 2023 what are we doing
0: i know it's and that's what i'm saying it's like all these negotiating tactics you got billionaires arguing with each other and in the end Oops. none of them get hurt the people that get injured by this are the people that pay them their customers yeah
2: mm-hmm. man yes, it gets me correct. upset
0: Yes, EA. It does, EA. Has, let's EA. call he, him vou, li- why, later.
2: Why does he sound like the Tasmanian devil <laughs> when he says that? <laughs> Play it again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <that> i man. me all <granulated noise> <laughs> I'm <sometime>, Bork. <laughs> <laughs> that made
2: me laugh. <laughs> all right, boys. So uh, I'm assuming we're breaking down all of the uh, uh, championship Saturday action today.
0: Absolutely. We're going to talk about we're going to lead right off. We're going to talk about the Big 12 title game, which starts at kicks off at 11 o'clock. Um, we are going to talk about AM and and their new hire of Mike Elko today. Uh, all right. There you go. You know, SMU, obviously a big game this afternoon at three o'clock. That's going to be on WBBAP. Uh, w B A P not two B's. I don't know why I said that. Uh, that's going to be at three o'clock today. Playing Tulane with a potential January New Year's Six bowl berth on the line. You almost said. I it. almost said it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did almost say it. But yeah, and then you've got the SEC, Craig. Your your Georgia Bulldogs tonight or this afternoon. So which?
3: So I'll ask you three guys. Should I buy tickets to Houston now or not?
0: Um, I might go ahead and research places to stay in new orleans at least i don't know about if i'd do houston just yet
3: yeah you know, we could get I, it we if could georgia it, wins they if georgia wins they'd play Far state
0: or texas or texas. texas or louisville or, or
3: texas <laughs> not louisville <laughs> or, uh, not louisville no um unless texas loses florida state loses and georgia loses i think they're still in it's possible. It could happen.
0: We do have a yeah. few scenarios in play. If you're a Texas fan, the result last night was what you wanted for a path of least resistance. But we know Washington's yep. in. We know Michigan is probably in. So Washington. now we're just trying to determine who else is going to join them in the college football playoff. And uh, I, right, I, li- I like at, your – go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Go ahead. Yeah, I'll finish. I like your Bulldogs chances today. That's Yeah, I like your Bulldogs chances. I like that. I like – so – in the world of Michigan is playing Iowa, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. Do you guys take Thank the over you. or under that game?
0: Uh, I take you know the it under. Is. It's like 35, something yeah. like that. Something like that. they
2: thirty-four and a half. 34 and a half.
0: Yeah. I'll take Wolf. the over. The over's got to hit at some point. Does it?
3: With I Iowa? Think-
2: <laughs> Not with Iowa, it doesn't. I, think,
3: yeah. I just think Michigan will score 35 points. I would yeah. take the over, too, which – as bad of football betting as I am, everybody should be listening to that and take the under.
2: Well, let's ask the college football tailgate boys. What is your A-plus lock of the week?
4: Uh, Texas on the money line.
2: There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Texas on the – well, golly, the money line. What, what are they, minus 500?
4: Uh, They're minus 15 to
0: win. They're favored by 15 points. I don't know what the money line number is off the top of my head. I'd have to go. I don't either. I, mean, if I you're just favored said... by
2: more than two touchdowns. It ain't going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I mean you it's a thousand bucks to win a hundred probably. Yeah, I
4: the mean... money line is minus eight hundred.
2: Yeah, so eight hundred to win a hundred. That's not very good.
4: No, <laughs> it's
0: not. <laughs> uh, honestly, if that's if... your stone cold
3: lock. That it is. should be a lock. Yeah, Pretty I mean much.
0: that or like I said, I I take Michigan. I would take the under in the uh, Big Ten championship today for sure. I would take. Uh, yeah. I would take Alabama and the points. That's my stone cold lock. I think they're five and a half. Honestly, it's four and a half, huh? Yeah, I've taken. I would take I We hate you for that. The big (laughs) lock. The honestly, the big lock of the weekend happened last night. Unfortunately, so hopefully people got in on Washington plus nine and a half, which I never understood that spread ever.
2: Yeah, that didn't make didn't make a lot of sense to me either with Penix being as good as he is.
0: Yeah, and it's just I mean the the two teams played to a field goal last time. What makes you think it's all of a sudden going to be this? blowout win either way it just made zero sense and I,
2: I still t- to this day I still can't I, I still can't fully commit to supporting Bo Nix I
3: don't think he's <laughs> that
0: good <laughs> he's had a really good year but I what understand about, you I have know, a quarterback on a retirement plan there at Oregon did you know
3: I, I saw yesterday on ABC which you guys didn't see so yeah clearly yeah, Spencer nice. Radler's declaring for the draft. oh yeah that's right mm-hmm. yeah, he has <laughs> been like at six ga- six different teams does he have a chance to play in the NFL Play?
0: No. Sure. Deep, Succeed? No, probably not. No. Yeah. Make a roster? Yeah. Maybe. Meh. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's just a guy. I just don't Just
2: a guy. All right, fellas. let's uh Let's well, let you guys get off the running, man.
3: Well, I kept I, I... interrupting. Nah, it's and... time. Oh, sorry, worst, worst mix ever.
2: It's no, championship no, that was Saturday. Great, ever. That was a great <laughs> mix. They've got a lot to get to today, so I'm trying to keep them on time, Craig. All right. That's nice. called being a professional, sir. All right, enjoy the show, fellas. We'll be listening. All All right, right, man. man, Have a good good one. Bye, golf.